Blog Talk Radio. Boxing, 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 boxing. You're tuned into Outsiders Boxing Podcast, where they only gonna give you the realest talking. Boxing, 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 boxing. Outsiders Boxing Podcast. Coming at you live this Sunday. What is today? I'm not sure. We're waiting on our man RC to get in. He might be held back a little bit. But before we get into it, we'll break down a little rundown of what we got going on today. title of this show is Navarrete and the Slow Boxing Weekend. You know, we weren't be able we weren't able to we didn't do a show. We were able to, but we didn't do a show Wednesday because not too much was going on this week. Um so we decided to go ahead and push it back. You know, they did have the Navarrete fight um against some guy who was twenty I think he was twenty Three or twenty-six and zero with six knockouts. Uh, Francisco De Vaca, De Vaca. Um, so wasn't really any need to talk about that fight because we knew, you know, Navarrete after blowing out um, uh, what's my man's name, the African guy, Dog Boy, Dog Boy, two times. That this was probably going to be some easy work for my man Navarrete. So there's no need to talk about that because that's exactly what happened. Third round knockout, dropped him in the second, put the hands on him in the third, you know, just had him quit. Well, the ref, referee stoppage in the third. So we didn't want really want to talk about that. So we decided to push it back to Sunday. So we have a few things to talk about. You know, the news that's been going on, Ruiz Joshua 2. Where is it happening? It's supposed to be happening December 7th, Saudi Arabia. Eddie Hearn says contracts have been signed. Ruiz Jr. says he ain't signed no contract. Fight ain't going down out there. We also got uh, talks about the Anthony Joshua interview that he did for uh I think it might have been on Sky Sports over there. Some lady. A lot of talk. Shots at, you know, his mentors over there in the UK. So we'll be talking about that. We'll be talking about uh Canelo. Kovalev might be set. We'll see how that goes. You know, Canelo's looking for a fight. Kovalev will be fighting Next weekend, I think, fighting uh, Yarde. I think that's going to be a pretty good one. We'll see how that goes. 
we'll discuss that. And McGregor punches an old guy, and he just sits on there. Um, not sure. Still waiting on RC. Not sure what's going on with him. But uh, you know, it's a beautiful day out here in Houston, Texas. It got a little. It, it's not a hundred degrees quite yet. I think our, our high is ninety-three, ninety-four. But I think when they they still say feels like one hundred three, so it's gonna be hot like it's been. Summertime is here. I think that global warming is real. We got uh, we used to have green lizards. Now we got black lizards taking over everywhere. I don't think that's a good look, man. But uh, but that's neither here nor there. But let's take it to to my man JP. I guess me and him gonna hold it down till Janelle and RC. RC's been up all all morning. He might be taking a nap or something. I'm not sure. Let's take it out there to Central California. I mean, not Central California to Southern California. Out there to Inglewood to my man JP. JP, man, what's going on? Well, I'm outraged to start with that you got a problem with the black lizards coming out. Why? Why is it a problem? Because the lizards is black. Because this because they're a little more aggressive, you know, and they're it seems oh, like they're taking goodness. over. That's that's something a little different, man. You know, I, I'm used to the green well, lizards that they, turn they, brown. They hang out and they jive talk a lot. <laughs> they hang the out. They're loud also. They on the corner at the liquor store. Yeah, they're like, too, huh? They're aggressive. They don't want to work for nothing. You know, they're just chilling, <laughs> man. So, yeah, man. Hey, I just don't think that's a good look when, you you know, you're used to these green boys, and then all of a sudden you got these these black, I don't know, you know. That, I don't think that's a good look. We'll see. They just look like they're going to do something more than the green ones going to do. But, yeah, man, uh, no, this global warming, man, I, I don't understand it. I know we have had no real summer here in Southern Cali. Like, I don't know if it's been 90 very many times. And it's uh, overcast this morning. It's gloomy. It's probably in the um, low 70s, high 60s. So, uh, it's a little different here. This summer in Southern California has been a very cool summer. But um, not a lot of boxing. Didn't watch any fights. So I'm just here to theorize and shit talk. So you guys come to me when when it's time for that stuff. I didn't see any fights. Well, yeah, I mean, there it was only it was only one true boxing uh, card this weekend. That was uh, Navarrete versus uh, Davaca. That was the easy work. I think it only lasted. I mean, I know it only lasted three rounds. I went to went to fix me something to eat. Came back. The guy was knocked down in the second, and then he just started getting beat up. So there's really nothing nothing really to talk about. In fact, I did a lot more watching of the the UFC card than I did uh, any boxing, and that was that was sort of weak, man. But you know, I'm not even really Your prepared boy for the show. Got knocked out. Yeah, yeah, Cormier got he was looking good. I watched that fight, man, hoping Cormier would get the win. I watched the Nate Diaz fight. I was hoping Nate Diaz got the win and he uh whooped up on whatever that guy's name was, Pettis or something, just you know, beat him up, slammed him on the ground, looked real sloppy. I really wasn't that interested in that. But yeah, Cormier got out there, was getting cooks to the liver and uh then got knocked out, man, and almost cried again. So hopefully we don't see too much more of him. But it's 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 always it always seems deep when you know a brother gets knocked out 
by by a white guy, but hey, it is what it is, man. He seems like a cornball anyway. It does man. happen. It does man, happen. Um, it does happen. Cormier, Cormier has been fighting, you know, for the dudes with my body type. So I love seeing them. You know how I am about the Andy Ruiz's and the Daniel Cormier's of the world. You know, they really rep for us. They really rep. You know, I always harken back to the days of the pool party. So when I see these guys kicking ass and being champions, I'm all for it. So shout out for, to Daniel Cormier for really representing us portly gentlemen with the dad bods out here. Yeah, most definitely. He was winning at first. Looked like he, you know, he was sticking that guy. Looked like he was going to win. And then all of a sudden, he just started getting hit in the stomach. And after that, he couldn't handle it. Got his ass knocked out in the corner. So, man. But, uh, yeah, what I was going to say was, man, I wasn't prepared. You know, I was prepared to just sit back like you, lay back and theorize about what the hell's going on. You know, RC's been texting us all morning, but he done somehow disappeared. So uh, let's see exactly what we're talking about. We've got uh, Andy Ruiz saying no to the rematch in Saudi Arabia. Now, when I – I think we talked about this last week. And we, we're getting more and more information. Or uh, really, we're not. We haven't had any information since then. Is the fight really happening? But I know for I'm pretty sure 100% fact that a contract was signed. You know, Eddie Hearn said that if he doesn't, you know, if Ruiz doesn't want to doesn't want this fight, that he's going to take legal action against him, and that Ruiz could lose his belt and have to go into, you know, some kind of, uh, you know, going to uh, litigation, I guess is what it's called, and, um, you know, and be out for a while while he's going through all this stuff. And he just he just made all that money. You don't want to be uh, paying, you know, lawyers for two years. You know, that's going to take a chunk out of all that money that he got the first fight. You know, he's bought a house. He's got the choker chain. So I know he's looking for he, he probably needs a little cash. I'm not really sure what's the big deal with Saudi Arabia, why he doesn't want it. Um, but there's a lot of talk. I think uh, RC had a clip for us, but it wasn't. I think it was copyrighted or, or something, so we weren't able to to play it. But Ruiz sounds like he's not going to take this fight in Saudi Arabia, man. That he wants it in Madison Square Garden. Now, I understand that he's the champion and that he should have a little more say, but he still isn't the big dog in this fight. Even though he's the champion, even though it's Ruiz versus Joshua too, not Joshua versus Ruiz, he's not really the A-side. He's not going to be the guy getting paid like the A-side. He's not going to be the guy that's going to bring the fans, I don't think. I I still think uh, Anthony Joshua is a big name over there in the U.K., I still think uh, that he's got a lot of a lot of fans, and I know that he's still, you know, the golden goose. Him and Canelo are the golden gooses over there at Matchroom, uh, aka the zone. But but he gave Ruiz the opportunity to have the first fight in his home country. You know, even though you know United States is a little different from the UK, where we got a big ass country, they got little small countries that are the size of our states, but he got to fight in his home country, and he didn't want to fight in the UK in the second play, in the second on the second fight. AJ and Matchroom they said, okay, we'll make it a neutral, 
location, and they're trying to have it in Saudi Arabia. Um, I'm not sure what Ruiz is, you know, is it all about the money? I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure Ruiz might be just trying to, I mean, I'm not sure, but I'm thinking Ruiz might just be trying to slow play it to try to see if he can get as much more, much more money than he's supposedly getting. I think he's supposed to get like nine or 10 million, something like that. So maybe he tries to get it up to 15 or 20, but I know I'm not, if I'm him, I'm not going to lose my belts or go into any kind of uh, litigation or, you know, anything that has to do with the courts paying lawyers when I just knocked this guy out and I and he, if he believes he can do it again, he should be able to do it again over there in Saudi Arabia. Uh, JP, you got anything on that? I know we sort of talked about it, but, you know, with the news, with the more news coming out, you know, Eddie Hearn talking about suing if, if it doesn't happen. So it sounds to me that Eddie Hearn says the contract has been signed, you know, and I sort of believe him, but you really can't believe Eddie Hearn. Uh, what do you think about this and uh, how do you see that? Oh, man, it's just been a, a slow train wreck for Anthony Joshua. Um, taking the L and then everything that's proceeded after. You know, when things become too messy and I can't tell whether they're real or not, kind of like, uh, not to get political, but like Trump's presidency, I'll kind of ch- check out on it. Like I won't keep up with it. It'll just kind of wake me when something important happens. And so that's kind of how I've been with the proceedings of Anthony Joshua and Andy Ruiz. It's like, wake me up when this thing's going to happen, because it seems like every day there's a new headline. Um, It's just been a a messy sequence of events since, you know, before the fight happened. You know, there was anxiety attacks and panic attacks before the fight even got in the ring. So this has just been bad to me as far as – Anthony Joshua and his status goes. I think it's a chink in his armor, but he does have the country of the United Kingdom, as you mentioned, and I think with the W, everybody will be right back on board. You know, I theorized that I think he took the dive in the first place. I don't think that they want Wilder. I don't think that they even want Fury. Both of those guys are locked up. They have to, and um, Joshua has admitted that he was thinking about Wilder's performance, what Wilder did about with Brazil the week before. So at that point, Josh uh, Wilder had put pressure on them as far as to perform and to keep up with the with the momentum of the heavyweight division, and they were seeing the the landscape that Anthony Joshua would be left with no one to fight. Say Anthony at Joshua had beat um, Andy Ruiz. Who are we looking at him fighting? Um, Dillian White. That's even somewhat risky for them. But they've already been there and done that. That's a United Kingdom fight. That's a UK fight. It does nothing really for the masses. It makes some money over there for sure. But, you know, worldwide stage, it's really not a big event. And what they want to do is get Anthony Joshua into, you know, superstar global status. He's He's been a star in the United Kingdom. But they want to get him to global status. I believe they looked around the landscape and it's like, okay, who who would we have after this? Wilder's already committed to Ortiz. Fury's over there doing this thing with ESPN. You know, let, let's take this L, you know, the redemption, you know, and uh, come back, get it, you know, and everybody be back on board and everything be good. 
just been an absolute fiasco. Whether the contracts were signed or not, I, I mean, I tend to believe Eddie, but then how can you ever believe anything Eddie says? Uh, of course, Andy Ruiz is kind of a, uh, you know, kind of makes you shake your head because if you would think he knows he has no pull in the negotiations. That's why it almost feels like a fallacy to some degree because it's like, yeah, Andy, you won, but shut up. That's what it feels like. Like, Andy, you won, okay? We gave you some money to fight. You should be fucking even happy to be in this conversation right now. That's what it feels like is happening, you know, and that's what makes me go back to the dive. It's like, Andy, shut up. You already know what's happening. Uh, you should be thanking your lucky stars that we put you in position to make this money because, you know, you shouldn't even be here. But it doesn't seem like Andy Ruiz has, has any pool. They said they were looking for a neutral ground. Dubai is not a neutral ground. Um, Anthony Joshua, from what I understand, has a lot of business there and is always there. So it would be in Joshua's backyard to some degree. They tried to do the Madison Square Garden as a coming out party for, you know, if, if you're going to present anybody to the American, especially boxing crowd, you either go MSG or somewhere in Cali. But uh, MSG, you get the big theater. That says you're a star. They were doing it with Triple G. They did it with Canelo. Everybody does their uh, their big theater events at the Madison Square Garden. And this is us saying you're a star. We're going to put you on Broadway. And, um, you know, it, it didn't go their way. But it's just been an absolute fiasco, everything that has happened since the fight. The fight was a fiasco. Um, I don't know what to think at this point. I like Anthony Joshua, but he's making me not like him because he just looks like a shell of himself. I'm I'm not sure if the guy is going through some depression or not. I'm, I don't know what to believe at this point. You know, he's definitely not coming off like you want your heavyweight champion to be coming off. Uh, then now it's a lucky punch. You know, yeah, the punch didn't, like I've always said, the punch didn't look like it should have knocked your ass out. I mean, I seen you get up from a Vladimir Klitschko clean right hand now, all of a sudden, some clubbing half-landing shot from Andy Ruiz just knocks you out. It hurts badly. So I don't know what to believe, man. The thing has been just a fiasco, and I'm kind of tired of it. I just wish they'd sign the fight. And let's get to it, man. I'm really interested to see what happens in a second fight. I think the second fight will draw more than the first. I think that. Now, that's one thing they do have going in their favor. Not a lot of things going in their favor as far as just the events, and this is, has been a sloppy promotion and negotiation. Everything about it has been sloppy. But I do believe the interest for the second fight, because people are wanting to see, was that a luck? Was that just something that crazy that just happened that night? Or is Anthony Joshua this guy, and is Andy Ruiz this guy? So I think they make more money as far as ratings and pay-per-views and all that stuff, because I'm here for it, and I'm, I'm feeling like everybody's going to be there for it, but, you know, God forbid Anthony Joshua loses, then he's kind of out the picture. We don't want to see the buff, ripped-up Adonis who isn't that good, you know. You got to fit the role, you know. You, you got to fit the, the, the mold for your character here, and Anthony Joshua Losing to Andy Ruiz just doesn't look good. It's not how it's supposed to go. So 
a lot riding on it, a lot riding, I'm sure, for the zone and match room and all that stuff. It's been sloppy as shit. Wake me up when this thing is over and signed. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I mean, I'm pretty much with you 100%. We need to get this shit going. Um, Andy Ruiz seemed like the, you know, at the end of the fight, I'm thinking, you know, I, I felt like I, I like Andy Ruiz. Seems like a good dude. I'm liking what he's doing. And, uh, you know, AJ is a sucker. That's, you know, that's how I felt at the end of the fight. But now I, I know you're saying you don't, you're not hearing what you want to hear from AJ, but I think I am. I think AJ is a, is a guy that's very humble and a very, like a, just a nice guy. I think he's out there, you know, and, and I think that's what he's portrayed. I think that's what he portrayed after he got knocked out. I mean, not, he didn't get knocked out after he got stopped. Um, and, you know, just like a nice guy. So I'm listening to him talk. He's been doing a lot of talking, and we'll get into a few of his comments. But he's been doing a lot of talking, like he said, of the lucky punch. I think it might, you know, I don't think it was a lucky punch, but it was a punch that a guy threw because he knew it was almost over. You know, it wasn't a lucky punch, but it was a punch where, shit, if I don't hit this guy, it's going to be over for me. So that's damn near lucky. You know, sent from the guys, I wouldn't say. But, you know, and he's and he's saying that he's going to knock him out. He's saying that, you know, they're talking all this shit. You know, they're saying all this and that he's going to, that, that Ruiz is, is, is writing a check that's just going to get him knocked out. He said we could have the fight in Mexico. I don't care if his uncle's the ref. I'm going to knock his ass out. I think AJ's going to knock him out, man. But Ruiz, on the other hand, He's sort of sliding. He's sliding from you know away from my from my the uh, the guy that I like because uh, I, I, after the fight, you know even before the fight, after the fight, I sort of liked uh, Andy Ruiz Jr. But you know he's right after the fight, he's got the choker chain. I knew once you get the Earl Spence, um, you know Adrian Broner, the thick. I don't know what is what kind of chain it is, but the choker is. You know, and you got the the three little ones under it. You know, he got that right off the bat. He's doing a lot of talking. You know, he wasn't talking at first. He was almost homeless, right, at, not too long ago. Now he's doing a lot of talking. He's on, you know, he's he's trying to make demands. A guy gave you your shot. Now, that's another thing. If a guy gives you a shot, you don't really need to dis- – he's not really disrespecting uh, Anthony Joshua. I wouldn't say he's not really talking – that much trash to Anthony Joshua, but guy gives you a shot. Now you're thinking you're the big dog, but you're not the big dog. And we know that there was a rematch clause in there. We, I mean, we all know this. Now, if it, if, if it said where it had to be, I'm not sure, but it seems like he's doing a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that I don't want to see. So like you said, just let's get this shit done and wake me up when they when they sign it and hopefully we can get this fight December seventh. Let's go ahead and take it to Janelle. Janelle, you know, we're just talking about is this uh you know the Saudi Arabia thing. Um Ruiz versus Joshua two supposed to be out there in Saudi Arabia. Will it happen? I'm not sure. Eddie Hearn says that the contracts have been signed, that they all all Ruiz is supposed to do is sit back and take whatever they say and get paid for it. And if he doesn't do that, there's gonna he's gonna he's gonna sue. But Ruiz, on the other hand, saying 
he's not fighting in Saudi Arabia and no contract was signed. What do you think about this one, Janelle, out there in central New York? Well, honestly, I think both men are actually um, – um, what's the word I'm looking for? Both men are actually distracted here. You know, Maurice, you know what I'm saying, got the bust Douglas syndrome since he, you know, since he basically took up the world. So of course, he's getting rich and everything. And, like, I don't know, is he really focused on on defending his title? Or is he just – as you stated before, he's got the Adrian Broner syndrome. Um, every time you see him now, he's out there flossing. You don't even see him in the gym anymore. You see him just flossing what he got. You know what I mean? Um, AJ, he's taking shots of him back with Lennox Lewis. He's talking about a lucky punch. I didn't see a lucky punch. I saw multiple shots that uh, cumulatively uh, caused him to quit. And that's what I've seen. I've seen a bunch of shots throughout the course of a few rounds. I don't know how that's a lucky punch. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it wasn't like i seen Rockman landing one shot on, on Lennox Lewis and finishing it. And I saw multiple shots that just broke him down. So I know both guys are distracted all over the place. You don't know what to believe. I know going into rematch, I said that AJ would win if he used the jab and te- a jab and grab tactic. I don't think that's going to happen because, again, that's not really his style, but he's so robotic. And he, he can be beat to the punch. Oh, but Reese, I mean, it's the better. I mean, it's just, I don't know, man, who who has the more chip on his shoulder going into the fight? I would say uh, Joshua does. But after after that said, Joshua is probably a little more distracted than AJ because he's going all over the place, taking shots at everybody. So it's just like, I don't know what to call in this fight, honestly. But I think Reed should have took the fight in Saudi Arabia. He should have just took as much money as he can get. And um, he already made a name for himself. That, um, even if he loses the fight, as long as he goes 12 rounds and not get knocked out, but say if he loses, his stock is still risen. You know, he can still make a fight with Phil and make some good money. He can still make a fight with Ortiz or Wilder and make some good money. But the money you're going to get in Saudi Arabia, it's just, it's just, it's just ridiculous to pass that up. I think he should take it. That, you know what I'm saying? Both on neutral grounds. Um, I don't think the judge would be biased towards either or. So he should have just took the fight. Um, but like I say, I mean, I mean, uh, it's interesting. I mean, it's interesting how the heavyweight division got so much, um, so much attention right now. And, uh, it's, it's actually good for the sport of boxing, but like I said, both guys need to get their heads back on right, man. Both guys need to get their heads on right and just focus on this fight and not all over the place distraction. Cause you know what I mean? If, if either guy wants to win, they got to be focused. It's whoever's going to be the most focused in this fight is going to win. Yeah, I'm with you. And I think, I think, uh, Anthony Joshua agrees. Um, you know, he's been doing a lot of, uh, a lot of interviews these last couple of weeks, and we'll definitely get into his uh, trash talk with uh, Lennox Lewis, their little back and forth. But, um, you know, what he's, what, what he's saying is, from what I got from the interview, is that, you know, I think JP hit on this a little bit, but going into that Ruiz fight, he had Wilder on his mind. You know, Wilder just knocked out Brazil. Um, you know, Fury, I, I don't know if, you know, Fury is out there talking this bullshit lineal championship deal. So he had a lot of stuff on his mind, and he was not really – he didn't say he was looking past Ruiz, but he had others, other things on in his mind, in his sights. But now with Wilder and Fury locked up for the next year and a half, you know, he said, you know, they're, they're going to – they've got other fights, and then they're going to fight each other. 
that all he has I understand to do that. is concentrate on this one fight. So it seems like he's I understand taking that, it but keep in mind. Right, but keep in mind, he's facing demons. He's facing the guy who knocked him out already, who embarrassed him, humiliated him. Not knocked you know him I mean? out. I don't he wasn't knocked out. Man, he was finished. He couldn't continue anymore. He was knocked out. He literally quit because he knew he couldn't continue. He would have gotten seriously hurt. That's why he basically quit in the corner right there. You know he didn't walk out of the corner because he was basically done. Now, he got knocked out. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's a knockout of my eyes. On, um, okay. On, on, on Andrew Reese's uh, record, it's, it counts as knockout. You can look at his KOs. Yeah, definitely. AJ's going to be a KO. You know what I mean? He couldn't continue. Or he could have, but then he would have got seriously hurt even more. And then he wouldn't have got back up. So, of course, he threw a towel on himself. But, I'm, like I say, you say that about AJ's more focused. But, see, if he's that so focused, that more, okay, again, he's facing a demon right now. He's facing a guy who finished him. He's facing a guy who, who embarrassed him in front of the whole world. So, I'm sure he's facing depression right now at night. I'm sure he's been depressed since that fight. He's like, damn, I was on top of the world now. Look at me now. And, I mean, and he's facing demons going into the fight. A guy, like I said, who who, who basically finished him off. So it's like, you know, I mean, will he be tentative? I know one thing, he won't get into a gunsling with the guy again because where he's hand speed is a lot faster. He'll beat him to the punch all night, as he did in the first fight. So what is he going to be? He's going to be very tentative. He's going to try to be a, a bigger, stronger man trying to fucking uh, do some Ali shuffles and shit. <laughs> I mean, he didn't... He would do everything to avoid Andrew Reese off the getting inside. But if he jabs and grabs, that's the only way I see him beating Reese. If he uses that tactic, that's the only way I can see him beating Andy Reese. But I don't think he's going to use it. It's just not really his forte. But like he's just too robotic, man. He's going to get beat to the punch all night. I know in the rematch I was saying the how um, AJ would win, but again I say only he would win is if he jabs and grabs. As soon as Reese gets inside, tie him up. I know it's not an exciting fight, but that's the only way I can see him beating Maurice. If he gets to a gunsling, he's getting he's getting the same face. I just don't see I just don't see him winning, trying to knock AJ unless he breaks him down, of course. But you know, AJ looks for that big punch all the time. He's not really like an accumulative fighter, really. He just looks for that big punch. But I mean, hey, right, let's see how it goes. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. Yeah, we, I mean, we know we know that. We we definitely know that. Yeah, man. <laughs> let's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, well, let's talk about you know. I've been saying that uh, AJ's been doing a lot of interviews, and you know, the goat. I guess probably the goat heavyweight boxer over there in the UK is Lennox Lewis, and it seems like him and Lennox Lewis they have this this relationship, this uh, this tumultuous relationship where they really don't like each other from what I'm hearing, from, you know, from the little, from what I've heard, you know, Lennox Lewis, you know, I think they're both, no, well, Lennox Lewis is Jamaican. I think he brought Anthony uh, Anthony Joshua after he won, after he was in the Olympics, he, he brought him to Jamaica and he was sort of grooming him to, you know, to follow in his footsteps as the next uh, UK a heavyweight prodigy and he and instead of signing with Lennox Lewis to some kind of promotion deal he signed with uh, Eddie Hearn and that sort of put a little you know a little distaste in Lennox Lewis mouth so, but Lennox Lewis I think he's with he's not with he's not with the zone he's on another I can't I'm not exactly I'm not sure who he's with he might be no I think he's with PBC 
So he's with PBC. So he gets asked a lot about Anthony Joshua, of course, with him being, you know, a, a, a former UK champion, a undisputed heavyweight champion. I think he was the last undisputed heavyweight champion. So, there, you know, he gives his take on, on, on Anthony Joshua. And I think he might have said that he was scared and that – not that he was scared, but that he's taking the calculated fight and that the people want to see him fight the best, and he's not fighting the best at, at all times. And, and during the interview, AJ had this to say about Lennox Lewis. I guess the likes of Lennox Lewis came back from massive losses. Lennox twice. is a clown. I don't respect Lennox. Created legacy, though. So, so am I. That's what I was about to say. Is this all part of the legacy? Are you it's aware nothing, of how Nothing compared to what Lennox is doing. Nothing. Me and Lennox aren't the same. My legacy is to sit back and enjoy the younger generation coming up and not to really be involved. Just appreciate what, what it takes to get there. Lennox isn't like that. Me and Lennox are cut from a different... Cut from a different cloth, is what he's saying. Now, we all know when it comes to UK brothers, Lennox Lewis is the top of the list for me because I thought, you know, I used I, I enjoyed Lennox Lewis. I thought that he he was one of the best ever. He probably still is one of the best ever heavyweights that we've seen. Even though he ducked a few people, I, which I which I find it crazy that he he was calling AJ out for not fighting the best fights. But I believe. Lennox Lewis threw a belt in the trash. If I'm, if I'm, uh, if I'm correct. No, um, that was Riddick Bowe did that uh, to Lewis. No, no, Riddick Bowe did that to Lewis. That's right. My bad. My bad. Um, you, you're exactly right. That was my bad. So I still have him as you one of the best we've ever seen. But when he, the, that left the bad taste in my mouth is when he, when he, when he barely beat Klitschko. And he didn't want to. Uh, he didn't want to take the rematch. Yeah. So that was just a bad taste in my yeah, mouth. Same here. Same here. Same here. I gotta agree with that because I was like, I'm not, I'm, that was the biggest fight he could have. A guy that was finally bigger than he was, probably stronger than he was. I mean, come on, give him the rematch. Yeah, he. But he just retired and got out of there. So that left that left the best taste, bad taste in my mouth. But as far as him being a clown, I wouldn't take it that far. I, look, I will go to you first, Janelle. How do you feel? about these uh, comments that AJ's making towards. Do you think it's... Well, I would say... Do you think it's... Go ahead, say, go ahead. It's similar to the old show we was on before where um, one time uh, Ray Mancini uh, disrespected Kelly Pavick. Um, Okay, I sided with Pavick. But everybody not... Oh, my God, how can you come at a legend like that? How can you come at a Hall of Famer? I mean, at the end of the day, man, we're both human beings. If somebody's taking shots at you, you take a shot back. If somebody hit me, I'm going to hit them back. If a fly fall across your head... Um, you got to swat at that fly. I don't give you know, and that's just human nature. So just because Lance Lewis is a legend, he can say what he, um, whatever he wants to try to downgrade a man, but then the man swings back and he's wrong. I don't buy that. You know what I'm, I'm not, I'm not with that. I don't give a fuck what Hall of Fame status you have. Hey, you disrespect me. I'm throwing words back at you. So I'm siding with AJ on that. I might be in the minority on that, but hey, at the end of the day, man, we're all human beings here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I haven't. I, I do. I I'm not really mad at AJ. You know, you got a guy that's probably your idol. You know, I don't think he he's not going to admit it. But if you're a heavyweight champion, you're from the UK, you're black. 
you're probably your idol is probably Lennox Lewis. We get, we got to keep it. Well, not really. You know one thing. Sorry, sorry to cut you. I'm sorry to cut you. I can say one thing. Go ahead. If you remember the fight with Fred, oh, Lennox Lewis actually won a gold medal for Canada, but then he started representing Britain. And I remember back when our friend Bruno fought Lennox Lewis, he went into the ring with the, on the trunks. It said, it said true Brit. It's like Oscar De La Hoya and the Mexicans. He's considered as a sellout because he won a gold medal for the Americans, and he's more Americanized. And with Lennox Lewis, okay, um, early, uh, it's like I said, a guy won a fucking gold medal for Canada. And, like, he was considered, like, kind of, like, not a true Brit. If he's been over there, you know what I mean. Anybody that's been over there in England knows what I mean. And and that still, like, kind of shadows over him, really. Is he really a true Brit? Okay. No, that, that's Same a day. good point. That's Same Del Hoya shit. Same Del Hoya shit. No, I got you. You want to go medal for another country. No, hey, I feel you on that. But I think, you know, as far, I think he... Well, we'll we'll I'll we'll leave that out. But as far as far as AJ, I think you're right. You know, somebody that you probably maybe not your idol, but you probably looked up to a little bit, taking shots at you, doing saying stuff that you don't believe is true, and seems like you know they already have this little feud going on. That I'm not really mad at AJ. You know, call him a clown. We all know he's not a clown. But in AJ's mind, he might be. So I'm not mad at that. Hey, J- JP, what do you think about this whole thing? Yeah, I'm kind of in line with y'all on it. Um, it's just a disconnect uh, kind of in, in the black community with OGs and youngsters. Or, you know, for more layman's terms, uh, an elder and a youth. You know, um I think you can associate it with lack of fathers being in the home. You know, how it's supposed to go is the older man is supposed to reach down and teach a younger man. But in, um, I think in certain communities that that thing has been lost because of just lack of older men being productive and uh, being leaders in the community. So the younger man grows up and has no respect for the older man. But that's not what I think happened here. That's part of it. But you see this a lot in in sports. You know, you've seen it kind of with Mayweather Broner. It seemed initially that Mayweather was reaching kind of out. But as soon as Broner stopped moving how Mayweather felt he should move, similarly to Lewis and um, AJ here, you hear the criticism. Now, in the OG's mind, this criticism is to make you better, tougher, and it's also critical, critical criticism, right? Um, and then here you, the youngster, with a with a lack of respect and a lack of reverence, you know, will will come out out of pocket and say what he needs to say. But in this case, you have AJ who seemed to have taken. Over a period of time here, you know, some 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 criticism that he didn't feel was right by Lennox, and that happens. You know, the OG talk when he wants to because he got all the stripes on his chest already, and he feels he can say what he want to say. <clears throat> Meanwhile, younger man feeling like, hey, I'm a man too now, and you is gonna respect me, rightfully so, definitely. And uh, yeah, and this is where you have this disconnect, and then sooner or later. I'm saying with Broner and same with everywhere else. You, you, you've seen it with Canelo and De La Hoya going to happen or something, it seems soon. 
uh, younger men come out and be like, you know what? Fuck you. And man to man. Now, what I want to see and what I'm waiting to hear any day is Linux's training. Because Linux still looked in rather decent shape. Uh, he didn't retire with his brains beat out his head. Uh, hey, AJ is fucking depressed and got anxiety and shit. You don't know what you're looking at when you look at him anymore. I'm into it. Linux, come on back. I mean, I'm not above that. I know he's older, but hey, Linux He's like 50 still, plus years old, man. He's like 50 plus years I mean, old. Come on, man. He's, he's, he's not 50 plus. He yeah, can't be 50. man. Ain't Tyson in his 50s? No, nah, yeah, so would you man. be opposed to Vitaly coming back? Would you be opposed to Vitaly Klitschko coming back? Remember yeah, Vitaly was, was done, man. Vitaly, yeah, remember Vitaly was the young guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, true. Vitaly yeah, was the young up and comer. Let me see yeah, how old yeah. Lennox Lewis is. Hey, well, look, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you. Lennox Lewis got to be in his fifties. Would you be opposed? Ain't Tyson fifty? Would you be like no? Ain't this Tyson is in his fifties now? Would you be like it's crazy? Nah, he's too old, 50. man. Yeah, he's born in '65, so that's 35, 35 plus so. 19. Yeah, that's 54 or something 54. like that. Yeah, 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 exactly. He's done, man. Come on, man. He can yeah. still box, but his body can't go the distance anymore. He can't. He can't go the distance at a fast pace. I mean, yo, yo, come on. He's done, man. I mean, his knowledge is still right. there. Well, shit. His knowledge of the sports still there, but come on, man. <laughs> it still looks like man. You a fight to me, man. <clears throat> hey, but I ain't gonna lie. Hey, you know what's crazy? Hey, you know what's crazy, though? Because I had a similar uh, um, argument the other day. I was like, man, Barry says come back today, and he was still running over all these motherfuckers in the NFL. <laughs> I always died no, for him to make man, a comeback. That's completely yo. different. That's yeah, completely true, true. Different, but I'm saying, it was just me reaching, yo. Barry hey, said his, yo. But see, with Foreman. I could say with Foreman, okay, Foreman was able to come back and knock guys out because early in his career, he only had like three grueling matches early in his career. Uh, Jimmy Young, uh, that was number one, and of course, Muhammad Ali. So, of course, he was well-rested to come back. You know what I mean? He, I mean? It's not like his body went through hell. And then he came back, was it late 30s, in the 80s or whatever it was? So, I mean, he was able to come back. He was, he was 44. I believe he was 44 when he uh, knocked out Michael Moore. <clears throat> so, I'm saying, but hey, he came. Is, he came back long before that, though. He better. came back long before that, though. He came back long before that, and it had some matches before that. Long before that, so it's like he had matches to get Linux, his foot wet again. You know I, mean? I mean, but that's an old fat man. That's a fat old guy. Linux yeah, but devastating power. And Linux didn't have a chin like Foreman either. He had no chin like Foreman. Uh, Are those shots that a well, Foreman I, took from Evander Holyfield? Those shots he took from Holyfield. I mean, come on, man. Lewis would have waited fucking to the, on a one-way trip to the ER if he took those shots from Holyfield. I mean, Foreman was able to come back in his, and win is because early in his career, he had hardly no grueling matches. Everybody he fought, it was KO first round, KO first round here, except Jimmy Young, Ali, and there was never a fight. I can't get off the head. But, like, well, so both, he was well-rested because, again, he didn't go through much of his career. No right now. Lennox Lewis ain't fighting nobody at 54 years old. Sleepy Floyd. Well, I'll just say, you know, I, I, I'd be low-key into it. You 
looked like he could fight. He looked more like a fighter than George Foreman did. And shit, man. I mean, but Joshua, I don't blame him. It's only so much because at the end of the day, you know, like us being rather younger gentlemen, we're on the side of 40. We're on the the good side of 40 still. And, you know, you can imagine a dude 54 saying, you know, kind of coming at you sideways as in some young man shit. And us being on the good side of 40, we might rev up and be like, look here, OG. Uh, you know, end of the day, we can get in these streets. You know, because that can happen. But you, if, I think if you're raised properly, you're going to give OG some rope to fuck with shit, to, 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 to be slightly disrespectful. If, you know, you're going to give him a little rope. But you got to tell him, look here, I, I got a family and all these things too, so. End of the day is man to man. I gotta whoop your ass if that's the thing. So, yeah, man. Uh, all that said, Joshua, I, I don't, I don't discredit him. I don't blame him for coming out because it's been a lot he's taken. Uh, I don't know what the hell Linux problem is though. I, I really don't know. It could be that he's just hurt. He's seen a lot in this kid, and he's not panning out. Maybe it could be a genuine sincerity. Uh, he genuinely cares about the kid's career, but. Uh, just I don't know. I'm I'm a bit confused about it all. But uh, yeah. But remember, uh, like I was like I was saying at the beginning, I think that Lennox Lewis was trying to start a promotion, some kind of promotional company, and his and his big dog and the guy he wanted to get was Joshua, and Joshua signed with Eddie Hearn. So I think that might have a little bit to do with it. Um, Lennox Lewis has said that he would he would help he would train. Anthony Joshua, he always says that he's got love for Anthony Joshua and that he wants to see him good, see him do good. And in fact, I think after the, even after these comments, he came back and just said that you know he he accepts his apology, which is sort of you know which is sort of a which is is you know it's sort of a shot that he's saying he I'll accept his apology even before he apologizes because I know this is all an emotion. You know when you're in the when you're in the spotlight, it's like uh, you know how rappers—they all—they're all upset with uh, Joe Button because he's on the media side now, and he has to be critical and have opinions on rappers. And the rappers feel that you know, man, you're a rapper. Why are you going so hard on us? But you know that's where he is now. And Anthony Joshua—he's the biggest name, the second—he's a top five name in boxing. He's making the most money in boxing. So people are going to be critical, especially people on the PBC. And, you know, it just is what it is. So I'm not mad at either guy. Lennox Lewis is a commentator now, so he's got to make comments. And he's a U.K. heavyweight cha- uh, champion, a former uh, United Kingdom heavyweight champion. So he's going to be making comments on the guy that used to be, you know, the, and the, and the still can be the – a heavyweight champion. So I'm not mad at either guy. Both guys are probably in the right. I don't think, I I don't think Lennox Lewis is hating on him at all. He's just giving his, his critique. And it's the same critique that we have, you know, his critique was why is he, he needs to be fighting the bigger names. He needs to be fighting Wilder Fury. I mean, that's all really Lennox Lewis was saying. So I don't think he was hating on him, but if the guy keeps on talking, you probably need to need to shoot back, man. But, Guess we'll go on to the next one, man. Real, not too much going on, but 
according to Igus Kilmus, I'm not really sure who this guy is, Canelo, the deal, a deal is in place for Canelo Alvarez to fight Sergey Kovalev, contingent on the Russian winning at next week's fight against Anthony Yarde. Um, Camilla, uh, Canelo, I said Camilla. Canelo has stated that uh, he doesn't want to fight anybody else. He wants to fight Kovalev. He's waiting right now on the fight result, and the fight against Yarde is a big motivation for Sergey too. So winning this fight, Looks like we're going to see Canelo versus Sergey for I guess I'm pretty sure Sergey has a has a belt over there because he he lost to Alvarez then beat him. Did he lose to Alvarez twice? Anybody? I think Sergey has a has a belt. But I think this is, I believe you know, he with, does. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I think he has a belt. So this would be for a light heavyweight championship. We know Canelo's trying to do big things. Went from uh, super uh, – he went from middleweight. He won a, a little baby super middleweight title, some kind of probably a regular title or something like that. Now he wants to go up to light heavyweight. I'm not really mad at that. You know, I would have I rather him fight Andrade. Um, but we obviously see that isn't going to happen. So, you know, fighting Sergey, we'll see how Sergey looks against Yarde. I think uh, Yarde is one of these, uh, I think he's a UK guy, and uh, we'll see how good he is. He's an undefeated up-and-coming prospect. But last time I saw him, I didn't think he looked that good. Go ahead, JP. What you think about this? This is just so many red flags littered. A litany of red flags across the board here. How does Canelo go up to 175 and be competitive just suddenly? And I'm I bet you when he does, contaminated me. It's contaminated me. Maybe, maybe it's them tacos again. You know, maybe it's them uh, them spinach tacos he'd eat, man. But this shit just is despicable to me and we just gonna sit here and watch it happen and we're gonna applaud it along the way you know I hate it it doesn't seem like anything right he's about to just you know pervert the game for about a year and a half two years here take his annual two years off and go claim all kind of stupid ass fake uh, hollow shallow paper belts and then claim to be some kind of Sixth division champion Canelo's career man And it don't have to be this way But it hasn't still convinced me I know he's the the Number one cash cow money guy In the sport and a damn good fighter And that's the problem about it He don't have to go do this Type of BS And you know he could just fight He could fight every one of these guys And might beat them all You know and we'll never see Andrade. I, I understand the risk in that one. But, you know, we're about to go up here and beat up Yard Clank, get some title at 175 that he's not going to defend against anyone real. Then he'll come back down to 54 and probably fight Triple G again. I mean, to 60 and probably fight Triple G. You know, it's just it's, it's, at the end of the day, I mean, I feel like his career, 
is going to be filled with all these question marks, and you're just going to have either fanboys out there caping and don't care about it, because we got a bunch of of, of uh, we got some questionable wins that were p- potential L's on his record. We all remember the Lara, the, uh, whoever else were on there. We got a bunch of BS, you know, older guys you beat up. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm one who still questions the total fight myself, but I'm in a minority. You know, you go up to you, you, but you did good first. You fought Triple G, but I personally fought still. You lost both those fights. You know, and you just go off, take your take your ball and run, and act like you just whooped his ass. Like it's like you don't have to look back. You don't have to consider nothing. I don't like your attitude about the shit. So I'm I'm just. I, I like Canelo, damn good fighter. And that's what makes me m- most mad because he could just fight everybody and be the real guy he's supposed to be. But I don't know who's advising. I don't know if it's just him, too much diva now. I mean, this guy, you know, he's still on the good side of 30, I believe. And, you know, he's, uh, you know, this guy is going to be a diva beyond divas because he's still got some good fight left in him. And he's been the man for since Mayweather left the scene. So, I don't know. I just don't like the way things are going. Whatever he does, if he's not fighting the guys he's supposed to be fighting, I'm not that interested. But, of course, I'll watch. Well, um, Sergey Kovalev is the WBO lightweight, uh, light heavyweight champion. Ring TV has him rated number two. You know, Canelo going up and waiting, giving this guy work, that's a that's a pretty big deal. Janelle, how do you feel about this whole situation? I mean I mean you know it's gonna be he's gonna be on that juice. But again, at least he's that Kovalev is soft to the body. I mean, in the history books, like forty years from now, nobody's gonna look back and talk about what me and JP is suspecting what Canelo's gonna be on. Yeah, you know, I mean to go up and uh and JP beats Kovalev. I think in the history books, nobody's going you know, to remember about him, uh, uh, the whole contaminated meat situation that he had from before. It's going to show him KO and Kovalev if he gets his body shots in, which I think will happen if he lands his body shots. Again, it's a big if, but as you see, I think he realizes that Kovalev is not good at hitting the moving target, and Kenelo has good head movement. If he can feint his way inside and land those, and land those body shots and place them properly, I think he can get Kovalev out of there. We saw Kovalev is weak to the body. A uh, word who's not even a power puncher stopped him. His first knockout in, like, how many years? So it's like, you know what I'm saying? So Canelo sees that blueprint is laid out from Andre Word. I guess he's daring to be – he's daring to follow Andre. And, and then before you know, he might even call it Andre Word. But I think Word would give him a box and let's not his world. But that's another story. But it's like, you know what I'm saying? But, you know what I'm saying? He knows that Kovalev is right – might be tailor-made for him. You know what I'm saying? Because, again, the guy can't take body shots. I've always heard stories about how David Jackson uh, oh, uh, 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 was sparring and hurt him and sparring to the body. And David Jackson was well past his time. He was like 50-plus years old. It was taught that uh, Triple G dropped him with a body shot and sparring. I mean, he, he never could take body shots. No one ever explored it until Andre Ward did it in front, uh, live on camera in front of TV. So I think, you know what I'm saying, Canelo just sees that. I think he's looking at shops at it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's going to be a big notch under his belt, and then they might try to uh, uh, push him uh, as the greatest Mexican boxer ever. You know what I mean? 
I mean, but you know I mean, I'm with JP on it though. I'm with JP at the end of the day. But again, no one's gonna remember it 40 years from now. No one's gonna remember what he, uh, me and JP's talking about. It's just gonna be uh, uh, Canelo beating up uh, 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 Kovalev if he does with body shots. Canelo, three and, division and I champion. Don't Kovalev. Yeah, and this will be uh, four. I mean, this is skipping 68, right? Going to seven straight to 75? Yeah. No, yeah. So well, he, is that, well, no, he fought. Uh, remember, he fought that one guy. Who, he fought some. Uh, Fields. Uh, Fields. Uh, Rocky Fields. Yeah, Field. Rocky Fields. At once Yeah. Yeah, for okay. some kind of bill. Okay. Jesus it wasn't the Christ, real bill. See, man, Canelo don't got to be doing this. This is beneath Canelo, man. It's beneath him, this kind of shit. No. Just picking up. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. Ah, it should been be. Doing this. About? It should be. I know. I know this goes back to But Matthew at the end Patton. of the day, I know what you're saying, JP, but at the end of the day, I'm history books will not uh, discuss when you and I are bringing up. It's just going to say that he beat a light heavyweight champion. He won both at 154, 160, 168, and 175. That's what history books is going to show. Right. I mean, no one's going to remember but this. Then they're going to try to so, call him the greatest. Then he, exactly. he's going to be ranked number exactly. one pound for pound. Exactly. He's be ranked number one pound for pound, beating up Kovalev, who we know, and, and they know. And that's the thing about Canelo. Like, I believe you took risk taking on Triple G, so I do give you your praise, your kudos for that. That's that's a fight that they didn't know for sure if they could win or not. But I believe these guys, are they are cherry-picking. Rocky Fielder, we already know that. That's, and uh, I believe Kovalev, I bet you if it's yard, the winner, we, it'll be a different conversation. Well, of course, because yard doesn't bring the notoriety, but it's just a different fighter. So if yard were to win, Canelo's going to have to kind of Think his uh, next move there, so we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I, I think Canelo get in there, whoop Kovalev's ass, and you know, yeah, go down as one of the the greatest of all time, man. So I'm not mad at that. And the, we'll, but we'll see, man. I, but I would have rather him fight Andrade, but we're not seeing. I don't think we're going to see that happen. So uh, let's get to this last topic, man, before we get out of here. Over there on the MMA side, we saw. I don't know if y'all saw the the little the footage of Conor McGregor sucker punching the old guy, and the old guy just taking it like a pro and sitting there and finishing his beer. This guy's a super thug. I think he's about to go back into into the MMA, but uh. You know, I don't really. It's not that big of a deal to me. Look, I think in Ireland, all the drinking they're doing. I think it was over out there in Ireland. All the drinking they're doing over there, little fists, a little punch, little punches to the face ain't nothing. You can see the old guy took it in stride. Stay, he didn't fall out his chair. He just sat there, ate it. Conor McGregor got rushed off, and uh, you know, I think that's that's the end of that. Did uh, any of y'all get to see that little little video this week? I yeah. I just say. What do you think uh, about Connor, it, then, Janelle? Well, I didn't see the video, but I heard about it. That's what I'm gonna say. I heard about Connor um, being, and then uh, uh, being commented that the guy deserved to go to prison or whatever. 
I know if Connor was a black man, he'd definitely been in prison a long time ago. Shit, he did. <laughs> but uh, I mean, who knows? If you know what Connor, every time he had controversy like this, it was always a fight. It was always a fight he had coming up. So maybe he might get back in there and come back fight Masvidal or Diaz three, which would be big money makers in the UFC. You know what I'm saying? So I think Conor McGregor is just getting, you know, he's getting his name back out there. It's a promoter for big fight again. I really believe that. It, it happens It happens every time with the bus incident. It just always happens when he has a fight coming up. It, it, it's always it's always incident like this. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think he's going to fight Nick comparison. Yeah, that's a good fight for him. Let me make a comparison for y'all. Is Conor... Similar to Adrian Broner in the sense of these guys have great mouthpieces and there's a lot of money on the table if they could ever win, if they could ever beat somebody legitimate. Is that fair to say? Well, Connor did beat guys that were legitimate. I'm but Connor no, I'm didn't do it with right Broner. Now. I mean, Connor didn't talk about right now. In all actual reality, he did compete with Habib. And Habib never lost a round in his career. And and Connor came and actually won the third round. You know what I'm saying? He did compete with – he gave him his hardest sport match so far of his career. And that's and something Broner that actually Habib never had. Broner competes every time. Uh, not Nobody with the elite guys. Not, not with the elite guys. He, well, he competed with Madonna. Madonna was like a probably B-level um, welterweight. He didn't compete with Porter. He didn't compete with um, uh, Pacquiao. He didn't compete with Garcia. He basically gave us fights up. He competed with line. all of them. He competed. He competed. No, nah, man. He knew uh, he was losing. He knew he up. was losing. So he just... It's because he tied him up, though. I mean, he was clinic. He was in survival mode, basically. I think Connor's. I think Connor has accomplished more than what Broner did. And his. Oh. And there's, you know what I'm saying? If you compare this, if you compare their legacies. I think Connor accomplished more. I mean, Broner at 135 was awesome. I was a big on him at 135. I thought he moved up way too fast in weight. He moved up way too fast, and he paid the piper for that. And uh, he should have kept dieting at 130, uh, 130, 135 and just grew himself. I mean, the guy could have been phenomenal right now had he done so. I say it over and over, and I, and I still stand beside that. I guess his trainers couldn't tell him to wheel it in a bit. His trainers couldn't get on him for it or whatever. But, yeah, he should have really groomed himself at the lighter weights and just diet all year round and just, like, stay focused the way how Floyd did his career. You know what I mean? He should have followed Floyd's grouping. But, yeah, I guess he figured, oh, I'm knocking these guys out. I can go up to fucking 154 and knock guys out. You know what I mean? But he got slapped in the face of reality. You know what I mean? He moved up weight. But I think Conor accomplished way more than Broner did. I mean, he beat. I mean, at the end of the day, he beat Josie Aldo, who who was a pound pound top three at the time, knocked him out with one goddamn punch. Uh, he beat um um Eddie Alvarez, who was the man at um oh uh, uh, oh that was lightweight or whatever. I mean, he competed with mm-hmm. him. I mean, every time he gets in the ring, he gives you a fucking fight. I mean, you gotta admit that. Uh, Bruno doesn't always come to fight. He doesn't always come to fight. Well, Broner don't have any KOs after his name, though. Just uh, always Not since he moved up and wait, no. Not since he moved up and wait. 
Broner has huh? no KOs. Broner has Broner has not been knocked out at all. Oh, oh. and neither is Connor. He's been choked out. That's the same thing, right? Sure. Man, same thing. Come on, man, stop it. It's, well, he got hey, out. if, if standing, hey, if standing in the in the in the corner. And the ref saying you're done is the same as getting knocked out. So is getting laid on your stomach and a guy choking you, and you have to tap his arm. And so is so is so is Floyd. So is Floyd Mayweather. Connor accomplished way more. Connor accomplished way more. I'm sorry. No, he did. That's why he made he made a lot more money. But you know, I can see what JP. uh, I see what what JP's saying. I don't really agree with it. I think Conor McGregor. I think Adrian Broner is probably. You mean JP? You mean JP as in Janelle Parkinson, right? No, no, no. I, I no, I can understand what <laughs> JP asked the question. Do we believe? Uh, you know do, do we think they're on the I'm same thing? Yeah. Well, no, no, I, we ain't talking about that. I think Conor had way more of a glorious career than Broner. I mean, it's just—I don't think there's no denying that. I don't think anybody can make an argument there. And I like Broner, no, I but think I think he... Broner should have just. I think Broner should have groomed himself as a lighter weight. He should have groomed himself, man. He would be on. He would be one of the best boxers right now had he done so. He had a lot to work on at the lighter weights, but yeah, I guess he figured he could walk on water. And it's not like that, man. It's a process. It's a it's a process. And you don't just skip that. It's like it's like you got fucking five steps, but you skip uh, one through four and go right to one to five, and and there's gonna be problems. And that's what he suffered in his career. It's too bad because the guy, I mean, I mean, when he lets his hands go, it was at one time the best sight in boxing at one time when he let his hands go, which was, you know what I'm saying? And his combinations were, like, crisp. But, you know what I'm saying? He had things to work on. He had other things to work on that he really should have. And I put some of that on his corner also. Like, he should have had a corner to actually know how to ground it up. No, well, yeah, we get that, man. You, you bring that up every time, every time we talk about Broner, man. So we, 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 uh, we get you. I, I understand that, man. But it's a shame. It's a shame, man. It's a shame. No, well, I, we agree. I think. I mean, I agree with you, a hundred percent. But I think, um, I think that's where we're gonna leave it, man. Ain't too much going on. We probably will do the show on Wednesday since we got a, we got an all right little fight going on, Yarde versus Kovalev. Maybe we'll get. Some info on the Ruiz, the Ruiz versus uh, Joshua fight. I don't think the Wilder uh, Ortiz fight has been has been signed yet, or we got a date on that. So maybe we'll get some more information, man. But I think that's where we're gonna leave hey, so it today. What's going on with the NFL thing? That's why we talk about the NFL I, thing. Because this ain't this is a boxing show. No, no, yeah, no, really not. But yeah. I think that's what I was gonna ask. That's what I was going to ask my man uh, JP to see. I know that uh, Relatively Fat and Black Podcast, they're going to be taking on this topic. So I was just seeing when he had, if he had an idea when the next show was, was going to be. Man, I'm going to try to get it in today. I know it would be a little later on, on y'all side of town when I'll be doing my thing usually in the evenings. But I got one ready on the NFL Top 100 list and, of course, the Jays. But the Jay is cutting straight, man. We know what's up with the Jay-Z. And I think Janelle has fell in line. And uh, we all know what's up with this shit, man. Coonery. Willow, play that coon train is coming before we get out 
for Jay-Z. Play that cool train is coming. One time for Ho. All right, man. I think that's what we're going to end. Anything else, uh, Janelle, before we get out of here? Yeah. I mean, I've been reevaluating that, that whole thing. I mean, he got parsed it. At the end of the day, I mean, I mean, the guy is just all about making his money, man. I mean, I mean, he kind of dimed out the community. I mean, but see, Jay did do a lot for our community, man. He, he, he did do a lot, but I just don't approve of this situation right here. I just don't approve of it. And we all know that it's anything that happens in the NFL. And Jay-Z basically dimed him out. He's just basically, he's just basically, it is what it is. I think I really fucking just woke up and just seen the light. Because I was defending that one time, but I was like, yo, Jay-Z got something up his sleeve. But I was like, all right, those owners who don't want cap in the league, they're way more wealthier, way more powerful than Jay would ever be, probably. And it's just like, at the end, you know, so what could Jay-Z really do? Other than just like, okay, oh, look out for himself and make more money. It's just all it is. I mean, he's not going to cap a, a cap a spot in the league. I mean, he's not going to be in the league. But at the same note, after all that said, let's face it, I, um, a con cap did take a police man for owners as well, didn't he? He won some money yeah, as no, well some years him. ago whatever. Yeah, yeah, he sued him. But, um, but never one discussed exactly what they spoke about behind closed doors. Yeah, non-disclosure. They told him he couldn't, man. Exactly. Hey, so, it's like, so it's like... Go ahead, go ahead. I was saying we got this boy Seattle time oh, on, oh, man. Oh. So we try to try to get him on before before we get out of here. Let's go right, ahead go and take time, it out time, there. Go to time. To the, uh, uh, Mr. Conspiracy the Theory Pacific himself. Northwest. Mr. Conspiracy Theory. Yeah, let's take it out there. That's Mr. Conspiracy Theory himself. Time, what's popping, man? What's, what's going on? What up? What up, man? Uh, man ain't... What what conspiracy? Something going on that I don't know about? Nah, you always bring oh, up conspiracy man. theories, man. <laughs> I bring up the it truth, man. I try to give people another way of thinking, man. Everybody's so caught up in groupthink and herd mentality. I be trying to tell people. I'm not saying for sure. I just be like, hey, man, look at it this way. Maybe it's this. But anyways. Nigga, um, please. But anyways, uh, I heard uh, a little bit what you're saying. You know, the Jay-Z thing, you know, I mean, the way I look at it is on the surface, it looks like what y'all were saying. But let it play out and let it, you know, we'll see for, for for sure what happens over the next, you know, months or whatever. But it does look like it is, you know, what it is, you know. And I'm not, and I'm not sitting here trying to defend him because I was never a big fan of him. And I always felt like he was kind of a shady dude, a dude you can't, that can't be trusted. But let it play out. If he, if he gets in there and start, things start changing and all that stuff with the structure of the NFL and, you know, Kaepernick gets a job, then hey, we'll see. But Wait a I definitely have my doubts. Let me ask y'all a question. Let me ask y'all one question. What? Okay, the the owners combined hiring Jay Z is on a fraction of a dollar for one, and two. What is what? What are they hiring him for? Why would they hire a black rapper to come change the NFL? That don't even make it's sense. No, but that's that, that, JP, it's I, clean I, the image. I agree with you 100. Hey, look. It's a clear image. With you, but that's why I say let it play out. Let's 
Let's find out. But on this what? It doesn't seem like they're just. You know what it look. You know what he looks. I mean, he looks like what Magic Johnson was on a lower level. You know, the face of the Lakers. But in reality, he really wasn't doing nothing. That's what it looks like. But if we get him in there, it'll help the image. You know, at the, you know all that. But that was a totally different situation. That was just an organization situation. You know, basketball organization trying to fix their issues. Uh, this is a this, but not really having to do with like racial tension and stuff like that. But I'm just saying on a lower level, that's what it looks like. It looks like what the Lakers did with Magic Johnson. But the but like I said, I'm gonna let it play out. I'm not gonna jump to conclusions, but I definitely have my doubts. I de- you know I do, I will say this. You said black rapper, right? Wasn't a black rapper trying to get into the NFL not too long ago and got denied? Or artist, that puppy? I mean, whatever you want to say. Yeah, so uh, why was he not let in? And Jay-Z was. Just wondered. You know what I'm saying? He was trying to get because on. Because he wasn't trying to be a poster boy. He was trying to own something. Totally, Jay-Z is not trying to own anything. No, I agree. I, I know, but that's what I'm trying to say is it's funny how he was trying to get in there and he got no he got no no access. But Oh, yeah. Jay Z, Jay Z got Jay Z got in, but like you said, he's not gonna have the power that Diddy was trying to have. You know what I'm saying? Jay Z so, don't but, don't have the power to change the time the custodian clocks in at the fucking main office, man. I mean, I don't understand what's going on here. It is just like it's comical, and it's actually a slap in the face. It's like these motherfuckers are so gullible. Just put the rapper they like. It could have been Snoop. I'm sure they when they was at the board. It's like shit. Should we get Snoop, Kendrick Lamar, or Jay Z? Henry, what do you think? Chandler, your your thoughts, guys. Let's go with Jay Z. He's more young. He's more relative to the culture. I'm fucking knowing what's going on here. This shit is a slap in the face. But I don't, man. We digress. It's PR at its finest. You know. I mean, so much about everything is about PR, man. It's not. What it really is, it's what it is perceived to be. The the you know, like I say, like unfortunately, in it's life, marketing. It's marketing. Perception. It's marketing. You sell perception to becomes the reality. You sell you know the I mean? You know, but uh, but like I said, I, I don't want to talk too much about that because I'm gonna let it play out for now. I'm gonna let it play out, but you know, Kovalev is fighting. Well. We think Kovalev is fighting Anthony Yard next week. We think. It's on the schedule. They have a venue. They have a country. But why, I, don't, I haven't heard one person in the media, in just anything, you know, I pay pretty close attention, ask these questions that I'm about to ask right now. When have you ever seen a fight with a high-level world champion that is, is known pretty well in the boxing public where we haven't had a conference call we haven't had a workout public workout we haven't had a press conference are we sure this fight is happening people are we sure yeah yeah we're we're sure it's happening because canelo said he's facing kovalev if he wins so the big payday is coming on after that but that but but that's another goalpost thing too because first it was canelo was fighting uh, Triple G. Then he wasn't fighting Triple G. Then it was, then it was uh, Kovalev fighting Yard. 
then it was not fighting yard, then it, the yard fight's back on, then the then no, he's fighting Canelo now. Now the no, now the yard fight is back on. I mean, it's been some musical chairs like crazy the last couple months when it came to Canelo, Triple G, Kovalev, Yard, all these same type of names. I mean, you know, just two weeks ago it was Canelo versus Demetrius Andre and negotiations and all that for, for October or something like that. Now it's he's going to take a break and all this. Then it was before that it was Canelo versus Derevchenko going to fight. Then it was, no, now it's Triple G and Derevchenko. I'm just saying, man, it just sounds like a mess going on right now. I don't know what's going on, but I'm just saying. Look, will the fight happen? I mean, it's on the schedule and everything, but I'm just saying. I haven't heard of a fight. When is the last time you ever heard of a fight with a world champion at Kovalev's level where we haven't literally had any level of promotion? Any level. It almost seems like they're putting it together like last minute and stuff. Like, you know what I mean? It's it's crazy. But hopefully the fight happens. It's good to see that it's on ESPN Plus. You know, that's cool. That's a you know. Um, I think Yard is a little in over his head. But we'll see. Maybe he's confident. He's definitely confident in everything, him and his trainer. But I just think that uh you look at his resume leading up to this fight, I haven't seen a uh, fighter in a long time take the jump he's taking from the best opponent he's faced in his career to the next best opponent he's about to face in a step up fight. I mean, he really hasn't fought nobody. And now he's going to fight Kovalev. I think he will, if the fight happens on Saturday, next weekend, no, no, I will, I, I got Kovalev stopping him. But uh, we'll see what happens. I want, I want Yard to win. I think it'll be better for boxing if Yard wins. But I just there's nothing he's shown me in his career that tells me he can take this type of step up. There's, you know, he's a pretty young prospect, a guy that's been talked about a little bit here and there, you know. But there's like I can name like ten guys that I that are young fighters coming up that I would trust more taking a step up that he's taken than he he would. So he's got to just show me. I'm pulling for him. I hope he wins. I hope he knocks Kovalev out. But, nah, I ain't going there, man. I think Kovalev will get it done. So, we'll see. Yeah, most definitely. I think that, I mean, I'm pretty, I agree with you. I haven't really seen too much on as far as promotion of the fight at all. Uh, I think I saw, um, you know, Kovalev's arch enemy, uh, Jackson, talking about, about the fight. That's the only person I've seen talking about the fight on the Internet. But I think it, I think the reason why is because it's probably going to be easy work for Kovalev. Last time I saw Yarde, I, I don't think he was in. I didn't think he was as good as people were promoting him. But we'll see, man. But man, sir, we're going to need you to come in a little earlier next time, man, because we've already talked about everything. wasn't too much going on this weekend. Like I said, we only had the Navarrete fight, uh, the Malin Malinajo. I, I don't really know how to pronounce his name. Fight that was a pretty good one, a little ten round scrap, easy work for Navarrete. But we're we're getting into some. I guess we got a big name fight next week, Kovalev versus uh, Yarde, or Yard, however y'all say it. So we'll see. We'll have the we'll definitely have the show Wednesday, man. But um, until then, hopefully RC will be back. I don't know what the hell RC's been texting us all morning. Then he disappeared at Showtime. Now he's not texting anybody anymore, man. But uh, 
we're going to leave it like this for my boy Jay-Z and his little fiasco. And this one goes out to my man, JP. Outsiders Boxing Podcast. We'll catch y'all on Wednesday. Peace. Black on black crime. Where's the white women at? All white people ain't bad. We is our own worst enemy. What about black on black crime? Where's the white women at? All white people ain't bad. Is our own worst enemy. Mama, I love you. P.O.P. All the time.